0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. Five one double five one is our text number, as always. And Joe at rt.ie.ie, um, and uh, it's now looks like the biggest private uh, cash competition in the country, and that is the Barrow Media Cash Machine. It's the talk of the country because they gave, they've given away. They say their words, not mine. Uh, five million euro in prizes last year, and the the competition runs across a significant number of radio stations in Ireland. They own radio stations right across Europe. Indeed, many of their radio stations in the UK have today rebranded as Hits uh, Radio, Bauer Media. Um, but the but what you do is, you, a number is given out, we're told, uh, on the radio every single hour of the day. You simply remember that number or write it down. And um, if you get a phone call after three o'clock, and you answer the phone call within five rings and you have the number in front of you or written down or on your mobile phone um, and you guess the number correctly, you win You win that amount. It's extraordinarily attractive for a lot of people, for a lot of people. Um, and But it is, is it a competition? Is it gambling? Is it a lottery? And by the way, Barrow Media are adamant that it is a competition. Dan, good afternoon. Hey, Joe, how things? Good, thanks. Did you do the cash machine? I've done it a few times, Joe. Yeah, absolutely, I have. Not that often, I suppose. Maybe once every, you know, maybe three or four weeks, depending on if I'm tuned into the station, you know, News Talk or the FM at any one yeah. time, or maybe Red FM, you know. But um, sometimes, yeah, I've absolutely, absolutely. I'd, I'd limit it kind of once, you know, once every two or three weeks if I'm going to be on, you know. That kind and of did you know when, when you do enter, you you uh, can get a text back from them saying if you enter twice we'll give you a third go free. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get yeah. that fairly. It comes back fairly straight away. Yeah, once you enter, you get. Well, that's fairly attractive, isn't it, to yeah. enter again? Uh, it is if you're anxious for if you're anxious for for that. You know, absolutely. Well, they absolutely. they call it a, uh, with with a lot of justification a life changing amount. That's the way the presenters yeah. advertise it every day. It's a life changing amount. Your chance your chance to win. And and did you know that sometimes they give, if you enter once, they'll come back and say, well, if you enter twice, we'll give you four goes. We'll put I your number in four that. times. Okay, well, that's... Well, they, that well, they, well they, they've told <laughs> us that. From, from time to time, we offer three for two or four for two offers. These are discretionary. Uh, they will only be publicised... In other words, not on the radio station, via the confirmation text from a valid entry. So once you enter, they come back to you immediately saying, do you want to enter again? And we'll give you a third or a fourth free. Now, Dan, did you get, did you know that when you enter, your number automatically goes onto the Barrow Media database? I kind of, I had a guess, all right, I had a guess, because I would say I've entered, let's say, through three or different or four different ways you can enter it's through all the different radio stations Yeah. so they all have a different entry code you know it's like win for today FM or it's okay. play for news talk or whatever and if you if you enter through whichever one you'll get the message back from from that number then you know so yeah absolutely you can see that um, and did you ever work, you did know? you ever as we heard yesterday which was new information that players who uh, put in their number and if the following day or the, the, the following few days they don't play they, and, and as a number of callers yesterday, they got texts from Barrow Media saying, this is the answer to the question today that you, yeah, haven't, you, can, that yeah. you haven't been asked. Yeah. Would you like to enter? Yeah. 
yeah, I've seen those come through. It's usually when it's a kind of a big, a big amount, I suppose, you know. Mm-hmm. You get it to be unsolicited is all right, you know. You would so, so it is unsolicited, and you don't have to be listening to the radio station to get the answer no, to the so, question that's that's that you've not yet, so. not yet been asked. That's so, so what, but, what? To be honest, it's, it's it's foolproof as regards like if you do get called, you should be able to answer because you have the text in your phone. All you have to do is get yeah. out and get us, you know. But but that doesn't happen every time. You know, so people do message, you know. But um, so, what are your observations on it then? So look, I suppose my biggest one, Joe. Yesterday, when you were when you were talking about it, I suppose. We'll say, I'm just thinking about the, you know, the people that do get the call, which is the odds of getting that call are probably one in, I don't, I, I don't know, think we don't your head, maybe 60, 70,000 possibly, I'm not sure. But the odds of getting the call is, is quite high. And if you do get the numbers wrong, and if it's a big amount of money, mm-hmm. geez, it's hard to put on that phone afterwards, you know, especially if you're, you know, if you're any way delicate, I suppose, you know, that kind of way that, uh, that you wouldn't be that strong about it, you know, that's, you could get upset in yourself afterwards if you do know you've missed the amount. There was a guy on a few weeks back and uh, he got all the digits right. It was a substantial amount of money, possibly six, maybe 70,000 euros. But he got the last two digits in. He got the since amounts wrong. Okay. Now, he'd given his name and he'd given his kind of his location, we'll say. And then he missed the call and then he lost. You know, I suppose that where I'm coming from, Joe, is... is uh, you know, I, there's, there's no care or, you know, sense of duty to the people that if they were fragile, if they were mentally fragile, mm-hmm. where do they go? You know, I, it can cause trouble, like I, I would consider, you know. Well, we now, have a, mean, we now have a new gambling regulatory authority. They did a survey uh, recently which uh, discovered that one in 30 people in Ireland are what they call problem gamblers. So that's yeah. that's pretty, pretty significant. Now, the gambling yeah. regulatory authority tell us that I don't think they have any role in this particular uh, situation. Stay with us, Dan. Jessica, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Excuse me, I have a bit of a cold. No, but a lot of people are talking about it, mainly because, they're one, it's advertised so heavily, and two, because of such the prize money, uh, five, five million in one year is absolutely astronomical. Now, we've no idea, and they're not obliged to tell us, Barrow Media, they're based in Hamburg, we've no idea how much they take in in Ireland. But your observations, please. Oh, my God. Well, they came back after all the money they made before Christmas, and they started off with 24000 which was quite low. So mm. my whole my whole look on it, really, was I, um, I must have started your programme. I listen to you every day, great fan of yours, and... Uh, you know, well done for all the work that you do. And I missed the start mm-hmm. when I heard that you were highlighting it. I was absolutely thrilled. I suppose my thing is, um, you know, as you said there earlier, entering and then they sending you another message again to giving you the chance to mm-hmm. for the price of one. Yeah. So as I was saying to your research, like I would have addictive tendencies and I'm being very, very cautious mm-hmm. when I enter because there is that little hit I presume that gamblers get. I'm not a gambler, but I do have addictive tendencies. So for me, when I, I actually look back on my um, my starting date when I started um, entering in my local radio station, my, la- my local radio station is highlighting that it's the only station that you're entering the draw for. So I looked back and mine is back to March. So... As I say, when I found out that it was nationwide then, I was I was kind of disappointed because, like, the last week of there, the chances 
Well, it's all. In fairness, they they do say, um, and across all all our stations, but people may not be aware that Today FM, News Talk, ninety eight FM, Spin one hundred three, Spin Southwest, Red FM, and I Radio, who are a big organisation, that they're all part of Barrow Radio. So it's it's everyone. Well, as we discover now, you don't even have to listen because they send you out the answer uh, before asking you the question. And once you give once you give them two fifty in return, uh, your 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 number goes back into the drum, but your number come back. That's they right. say they say your number can go into the drum twelve times, and they monitor this. But if it's a competition, why do you need to monitor the way, say, Paddy Power say they monitor problem problem gamblers or whatever? But they say they limit the number of entries. But why limit the number of entries if it's a straightforward, fair competition? Um, J- Jessica, um, when you have you got this? When you entered, have you got this text back saying? Immediately. I sent it on to your researcher. Uh, yes, immediately. And if you don't text on the morning, you'll always get it at 11 o'clock. You're guaranteed the local news will come on at 11 o'clock on the radio and they will automatically send it. And you don't have to be listening to the radio to get the text, Not obviously. at all. No, 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 no. But you know what? I think it's greed. The amounts of money, the amount of people in Ireland that are entering the draw, they came back with 24,000, they started off Monday with 10,000, and the amount of money they're making is crazy. And the other thing crazy, as well, crazy. it was raised with me separately last night uh, by someone involved, is um, how, how are smaller... How are the other local stations who are cash strapped anyway? How are they going to compete with a five million prize fund every yeah. year? But anyway, let, let's listen to another another uh, listener who contacted us. And to, to be honest, Jessica, she told us she's too embarrassed to come on air because of what she got involved in through this cash call machine. Hi, Joe. I heard you talking about the cash machine competition. You know where you send in a text to certain radio stations to win a large amount of money every day. I agree with you about these competitions and unfortunately I've become addicted to them. My phone bills are extremely expensive and I got into trouble as a result of them. I know you could say to me, just don't text in, but it's very tempting, especially when the radio stations send you a daily text reminding you of how much you could win so that you keep entering and I could really do with the money. I think the radio stations who promote this should stop. Please could you discuss this on your radio programme? And also, please don't use my name as I'm so embarrassed by this. I'm very upset. Okay, and thanks to Holly for voicing that. Um, uh, and you can hear the you can hear the upset in the in the per, in the listener's voice. Now, Dan and Jessica, I'll read out the response we got from the Department of Justice, who are uh, in charge of of all of this. They say. A call-in competitions may be licensed under Section 85 of the of the Gambling Regulation Bill as a gaming activity, as the characteristics of gaming require a person to a make some sort of payment. Well, that's true. Two fifty to complete a task with some element of skill in order to participate. Well, in order to participate, all you have to do in this case is give them two fifty. So that's not an element of skill, and be eligible to win the prizes offered. Of course, el- everyone is eligible, and the more times you pay to put your number in the drum the more chances, obviously, you have, uh, the more expensive it will be, but more, more chances you will have of uh, winning, so to speak. But we don't know what those chances are in the first place. As per Schedule 3 of the Bill, Department of Justice, the maximum payment to participate in gaming is €10 Euro per game. But Bauer have told us that they accept 12 entries at 250 
uh, in each game. So that's more than a tenner. It's nearly triple a tenner. And the maximum prize permitted is 3,000 per game. Now, uh, as we know, on the eve of the eve of Christmas Eve, and that was for that week, they gave away the figure was 200,000. And that's what set a lot of people, a lot of people's interest uh, rising again and again, and especially into the new year when people are are uh, stuck for money. Um, they say, in fairness, now they say alternatively, call-in competitions may be licensed and regulated under Section eighty-six of the bill as a lottery. Similar to bingo or a traditional lottery, call-in competitions require a person to make some sort of payment and complete a task, i.e., picking numbers. But you've already, and you've already been, give, been given the answer. You've already been given the numbers that you have to pick, in order either by text or by listening, in order to participate and be eligible to win the prizes offered. Um, so, I don't know, Dan. I, the Department of Justice say nothing to do with us. The Gambling Regulation Authority say nothing to do with us. Um, so, in, in in a bid to get answers from Barrow, and as you know, we asked Barrow a lot of questions. Over the last uh, few days, we haven't, uh, if it's a competition, is it, is this a competition or a game, we asked. Um, sh- surely if it's um, a competition, well then why are you regulating the number of times people can end? In other words, you say that's a, 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 a guard that you're putting up. But why are you putting it up if it's a straightforward um, a competition? Ferg, uh, Fergal, Fergal Brides, Fergal, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Joe. Have you entered a cash call? No, I entered it once before and then I stopped because I think it's an absolute disgrace that it's allowed on Irish radio. radio. Well, well, it is allowed. And, and Bauer say, and they've, 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 it's been on for over a year. No one has raised any issue. According to the this new commission, the man, they haven't received any complaints. They don't seem to have any interest in or any role in them. Um, but Joe... Joe Ian Dempsey used to be on from 7 to 9 every morning. Yeah, great broadcast. Then he was moved back to 6 o'clock in the morning. Was he? That's when the cash machine does start. Now, okay. the kids of Ireland are getting ready for school and are sitting down for breakfast. And you've this brainwashing of gambling being put into the kitchens of Ireland. So they're watching their, kid, they're watching their parents lift their phone to enter this competition. Mm-hmm. Now, Bauer can say that you have to be under 18. Over 18. But when these kids turn 18, what are they going to do? Well, we don't They're know. going to do the exact same thing. Well, we've asked Bauer how they regulate that it's confined to over 18s. We've asked Bauer how they police. Because they say they, they abide by the guidelines. Guidelines aren't laws. We've asked them how they police the number of entries from a particular individual. And um, they say they do, but then the next question is, well, why do you have to police it if it's a straightforward uh, competition where everyone has everyone entering has one equal chance, whereas they now reveal that if you, I don't know whether you got the text back when you entered saying, if you enter twice, we'll give you a third or a fourth. Uh, ent- but Joe, they only tell three. you how much they've paid out. Yeah, well, that's they all. Haven't told that's you, all. They haven't told you how much they've made. But that's all they're obliged to do. Fergal, it's a private company. The money is for them. It's not for charity. Yeah, like, but Bauer like, Media is a German company. That's fine. They're allowed. They're allowed. They're, you yeah, know, but they, gambling. Even um, you could you could argue, Fergal, that Bauer Media saved a lot of jobs in Ireland in local radio and indeed News Talk and, and Today FM. No, that's fine, Joe. That's fine. But what they're doing is we have a gambling problem in this country. Mm-hmm. And now this is just an added, another added um, incentive for people to gamble. 
Um, the Euro Lotto brought out two new draws there recently as well. Mm. The, the people of Ireland ha- are gambling like never before. So we don't we don't need somebody pump. They've actually formed one of the biggest gambling companies in Ireland, and what they're doing because of, we have radios in our kitchen, mm-hmm. they are able to get straight in straight in there and into the people to go to lift their phones and gamble. It's totally wrong. And why did you stop? Because I'm not. I am not giving these people money. But is it not very attractive, Fergal? When you of course, you... It's of, attra- of course it's attractive. Sure, um, going out and drinking's attractive, smoking's attractive, but all these things are addictions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we don't need we don't need a massive big company pumping this in into, especially our children. They might say you have to be over eighteen. They do say. Look, I've three children under 18, and you think I want them to turn into gamblers because they're brainwashing my kids into well, it? No, I see, don't, Joe. Well, they now see people gambling on horses or gambling on uh, darts competitions or gambling Well, we have on... a guy at the moment in this country called James Brown, and they're trying to regulate the gambling, you know, on he's the race. He's a minister, yeah. He's a minister uh, after Fair the play, watershed yeah. at nine o'clock. Now, now we're told, they, by the he, way, we're, we're told, Fergal, that this... Uh, the cash call competition will not will not fall under that. Oh, uh, I heard that, Joe. I only yeah. I only found that out yesterday. So he's going to cut out um, the gambling up to nine o'clock to the watershed. But Bauer Media allowed them um, send their gambling machine in from six o'clock in the morning. And these are all very high pro- profile presenters that are giving mm-hmm. out these uh, yeah, but cash that's numbers. The, but it's part of their job. Everyone is giving, I presume every, because they all are reading the same, with, with sometimes with great gusto, sometimes with le- less gusto, but they all read out the same script. Today's yeah, cash then, call is... Joe, uh, Joe, you know, we all know about the problems in RTE. Why don't RTE do the same? Do the same if, in, if in what way? If they're allowed to get away, well, why aren't RTE do the same? I why don't, don't local radio stations do the same? I just, I'm fascinated, whatever about RTE doing it, um, and you know the argument is we have the licence fee and Barrow Media would say we don't have the licence fee but neither do other local stations and I just wonder how other local stations who were not part of the Barrow Well Joe, just are, back to that, then, back to that. Effect, yeah. effectively uh, Bauer Media have created their own um, licensing fee yeah, and you're paying two, yeah, two fifty a time for it Yeah, but it's optional of course, um, of course it's optional. But that's not the way the world works, Joe. People have addictions. Yeah. People gamble, and there, there's never been at a time when people want money. And according, as, as according, to, this, according to this new gambling regulatory authority, uh, one in 30 people in Ireland are problem gamblers, and that's a pretty strict definition, and that's increased uh, tenfold in the last five years. And Joe, but anyway, you probably could, but, but, double, but remember, you could probably double that at the moment. But remember, gambling is hidden in that sense. You know what I mean? You don't. If someone is someone is uh, drinking too much, you 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 notice it fairly quickly. Um, stay yeah. with stay with yeah. us, Fergal. Five one double five one. No problem. The text number, John. Your point, yes, please, John. Yeah, it's just the uh, the constant text, constant text you're getting every day, even though you're not entering, is the most annoying thing I find about it. And how often do you? How often do you? By the way, you can. They say um, these mess. The, the messages. These messages they send to you, reminding you 
uh, what the answer is to the question that you've not yet been asked, but you have a chance of it being asked. You don't know the odds of being asked if you give them another 250. And they'll also probably say we'll throw in a, a free entry as well. Uh, they say entrants can opt out of, of this at any time by texting STOP to 575, whatever the number. They, this will be charged at a standard network rate. So you're charged. Now, it could be. It depends on your own network. Um, you're charged to actually get out of that. So did you, the problem, did, yeah. did you yeah. press stop or they just gave up? Uh, well, I tried to get out, but when I seen it was going to cost money, I said I'd leave it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, I know, it's bizarre that you have to pay to get out of a... You enter a competition one day and then they tell you the next day, as I say, the answer before the question is asked. And then they say to get out of this, please pay us money. Please, sorry, please pay money. I'm sure yeah, they, they, right. they don't they, they don't get the money. Um, and yeah, as they say, you pay a standard tax rate to opt out, but you still have to pay something. It doesn't matter if it's zero, a penny, or a pound or £10. You still have to pay to get out of something you didn't put your name in for in the first place. I don't know. Did you know, John, when you entered initially that uh, Bauer Media, Newsock, Today FM, Red, Spin, uh, that they would all uh, keep keep your number on their database and they would uh, contact you again. Were you aware of that when you went to No, ab- abs- absolutely not, no. Well, they'd no. say it's in the small print, which is on their website. No. But, like, even listening to the radio, and that man before mentioned Ian Dempsey, and I like listening to Ian Dempsey yeah. but you're, it, it's, it's very hard to listen to the radio now because it's just constantly, oh, detach, detach, detach. You'd turn off the radio, you couldn't listen to it anymore, you know. Well, they're obligated to do it. Sorry, the presenters, I presume, are obligated. Well, it's obvious they are obligated to do it once an hour every hour. Mm. So if PK is on for three hours, which he is, he does it three times. If Kira and Shane are on for two hours, which they are, and they've great stamina every single day, credit to them, they um, they to do it twice. If, if Kieran Cudahy, if uh, uh, Annette, but uh, all the different people that are Andrea, sorry, uh, Andrea Gilligan, who I like as well, uh, they're, they're they're obliged to do it. I presume once an hour every hour. That's part of their contract at their job spec. Um, by the way, we've asked Bauer how much. I know you say how much. Uh, part of your question there is how much have they taken in, but they've they said they they won't disclose that, and in many ways they've no obligation to, to disclose it because they're not the national lottery where a lot of the money, and that's that's subject to controversy as well. It's been covered endlessly here on Liveline. Um, but that the national lottery give a certain percentage to charity. Well, that's why they that's why they have the national monopoly on a lottery. Um, by given to the by the state because of good causes, um, rehab used to. I don't know if rehab are still running their scratch cards, but rehab obviously a significant proportion goes to uh, rehab, which is a registered uh, a registered charity. We'll keep asking the questions on your behalf, but as I say, uh, we haven't we haven't uh, got uh, uh, many answers. Bauer Media, as I say, I've read out our statement yesterday. We gave away five million in 2023. We do have visibility. This is Bauer. Media and players' activity and caps are in place to ensure people are playing the game responsibly. But like the only the phrase that I that I've heard with the word responsibly is either drink responsibly or gamble responsibly. Responsibly, but they're saying it's not gambling. 
And they say this is monitored through visibility on players' activity. I didn't know that the, the technical caps are in place to ensure people are playing the game responsibly. That war comes up again. Um, but if, if it's a straightforward competition, why do you have to say to people, play responsibly if everyone has an equal chance? But anyway, it's getting, it's getting more and more uh, Joe, uh, complicated. it is gambling. It is gambling. Well, they say like, it's not, and the government, well, the, the, go- Joe, the government say it's not. The state. Uh, but of course the government are going to say it not, because they're making on the 250 with their VAT plus their network charges. So they're, they're making well, they're on the, it well, as they're well. The phone, they're, the, they're the private phone companies. They're not owned yeah, by the and, state. And yeah, the, oh, okay. the government are making on the VAT on that as well. So they're, they're in on it as well. So of course they're going to say that. Well, what about if Bar- Barrow Media said we can't exist without this competition? Well, then um, how do the local radio stations or RTE exist without this competition? Well, RTE gets a, li- RTE gets a television. If you have a television, you have to pay a licence fee to RTE. That's, that's what Bauer would argue. And well, Bauer rightly so. effectively have their own licence fee, if you okay, put it that okay. way. With- you made that point. I just wonder how the other local stations around the country who are... Who are uh, who are not uh, not today FM, not News Talk, not ninety eight, not Spin, not Spin Southwest, not Spin one hundred three point eight, not Red FM, and not iRadio. I just wonder how those uh, small stations are managing. John Gurumila Mahakut, Dan and uh, Fergal, and also uh, Holly, who voiced that uh, letter to us. Joe at RT.ie five one double five one. Talk to Joe on 0818 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. I should give out our WhatsApp voice message, voice message number, very straightforward, 87 4848 and if you want to leave a voice message, that's free, of course. John Rooney, John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe, how are you? Good, how many litres of water did you drink yesterday? <laughs> um... I think two, uh, about approximately two. I have a, an awful amount of pills to take, Joe. So mm-hmm. uh, I drank two litres of the water and then a, a friend of a friend of a neighbour okay. had to come to the hall door and inform me, John, the water, in, there is a no, do not consume water uh, warning. And uh, n- not now, Joseph, not, not, a, not a do not... Uh, drink like a boil. It's act- actually, you know, poison, and we can't drink was, the water here. The notice is the people are in some parts of the country well used to getting. Unfortunately, is please boil the water before you drink it. But in this case, it says, "Do not consume the water under any circumstances, including after you've boiled it." Absolutely, uh, and brushing your teeth, and all yeah, of, of course. that. And uh, yeah, and my point was, Joe, that. Um, I wasn't informed, uh, but apparently it was mentioned on local radio, and I don't happen to listen to it, and I'm a, an RTE man, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, some people got SMS messages. So I telephoned them, Joe, and I said, okay. um, look, at, and after drinking a couple of litres of water, it's, it's very poisonous, apparently, and uh, what should I do? And I uh, Incidentally, the lady I spoke to was a lovely, yeah, lovely yeah, young woman. Uh, but I, she said, hold the line, please. And I asked if I could speak to uh, a team leader, a line manager, anybody. And she said, everybody was at a meeting. And I said, I really want to know 
mm-hmm. what I should do now because of because of the medication I'm on, Joe. I it was important I knew what was in the water, and she said my advice would be to contact your GP immediately. And she said, and also I can do something for you. I can add you to the vulnerable persons list so the next time this happens, you'll get a text. And I just thought, I wasn't overly worried about myself, Joe. I I mean, there are women um, bottle feeding, making Mm -hmm. up formula, whatever. And if you don't wake up and say, do you know what, I won't bother with... uh, RTE or with Netflix, I'll, um, I'll have a good old read of the Mayo News website yeah, yeah. Or, or, or indeed of, of Mayo County Council's website. That's no good to us, Joe. They say, Ishka Aaron say, we proactively issued notifications to print broadcasts and online media outlets and news desks in Mayo uh, to inform the public on this issue. Now they, yeah, didn't, they, so if I, um, no, they didn't take out ads, I presume. They just they were relying on the goodwill of yes. lo- local stations or whatever schedule they have or whatever uh, running order they have in a particular programme to uh, exactly. re- read out this uh, on on their behalf. But you you are adamant you didn't you didn't hear it. Now do they say um, you you have no idea why it was such a severe warning saying even if you boil this water do not drink it. You've no idea yes, still why. Absolutely not. And I asked them, and I put that question to them, and they, I could get nobody, Joe, only this nice young woman who was obviously reading from her script. And uh, I, w- I was a little upset, but I was thinking of uh, older people, vulnerable people, young mothers making up bottle formulas. Unless you're listening to the local radio, yeah. you know, or, or read or somehow at six o'clock in the morning reading the Mayo News uh, hard luck and they put me on a list for the next time yeah um, we've asked Irish Water as always to come on they don't they don't come on for some reason Two, they don't four, tend to know just bear with me one two So they've they've handed me a statement to Irish Water, which right. is hang on, hang on. Sorry, I'm not being rude to you, John. Jenny Mac. Uh, they've handed me a statement and they want me to read out a statement that's just short of five hundred words. Oh Lord, yeah. Um we we I'm not going to you know, they they're they're more than willing. They have a press department, they're more than willing to come on, they're more than willing, they say, to contact radio stations proactively to ask them to to uh, give out uh, warnings, and I'm sure they come on and give out the warnings, but when people like you yeah. ask genuine questions, they head for the hills, it seems, or for the pumping stations. Do not consume notice was issued to protect public health following the failure of a pumping system with a water treatment plant on Sunday night. This resulted in a potential compromising of the treatment process at the plant as a normal instant management practice the HSE were consulted, decided to issue. So the HSE were involved here. So it's a public health issue. It was decided to it, issue. It, it, it decided to issue a do not consume. That's my emphasis. A do not consume notice to protect public health. Yeah. But they won't tell you so, when you rang exactly. in. You you and he said this will be in place until such time as the network is flushed and is fully compliant with drinking water standards. But they won't tell you. What element of public health are they protecting? 
exactly because I I did think Joe that perhaps I should con I have a lovely I have a wonderful palliative care team looking after me or whatever. Okay. I'm yeah. in a very very vulnerable position and I'm sorry uh, to hear that. I, I not at all, Joe. I was actually telling you a researcher I'm okay. in uh, top top form, <laughs> great form. I'm a very lucky man. And why in, in under palliative care? I, I'm in end-stage heart disease, Joe. So uh, November 12 months ago, um, I was told by <clears throat> the uh, team trying to do stents and whatever that there's nothing more they could do. I was in end-stage heart disease. Uh, I've actually passed the year. I, I must be 13, 14 months. So, um, and uh, I, I'll be honest, Joe, I'm... I'm very, very lucky, very blessed man and very grateful because if mm-hmm. you think about it, I'm in a hospital bed they supplied in my own little room. Yeah. I have my TV, I have my gorgeous wife, Mary. Yeah. I've, so I'm able to, to die at home. Uh, my, my pain and what I would suffer during the night is, is just chest pain. Joe, could you imagine what people have to go through? Uh, mm. You know, some people have to suffer so much. Could you imagine being in, a, I don't know, a camp in Palestine and being unwell? Okay. It just, I, I sort of uh, reflected back over my life one day and I took out a pen and paper and I wrote a gratitude list. And Joe, there's mm-hmm. no way I could be, like I've had a great life and uh, I realise now all my blessings. <laughs> you know, I don't regret anything in the past, but it's only now I realise, gosh, I am so lucky and I'm delighted to have every day. And the neighbours here in Mulrani, and incidentally, it was my neighbour, Mick, who came up mm. and who had heard from a friend of a friend That's and brought up water. Yeah. And yes, knew, knew, yes. You, knew you'd be affected. But, but John, I knew you're, I'd be affected, you're, yes. You're only 64. I, I only, it's a, it's a, I suppose it's all relative. Yeah, Joe, I started with heart problems. Uh, I had a quadruple bypass at age uh, 40. And subsequently, mm-hmm. um, nine, nine stents fitted. So they've done all they can. And um, they're just wonderful. They're wonderful people, Joe. And you realise things like, like neighbours call in for a chat. Yeah. And I reminisce, and I, and, I, and I sit here sometimes at night. Now, the only frightening part is the nights when the pain is bad, you know, I would think, okay, is this it? Is this it this time? Okay. That's the only thing. And once, once that, what I do, Joe, is I get up, I make a nice cup of tea, um, I will knock on Netflix, I was <laughs> saying to your researcher. Uh, I wouldn't tend now to to face into something like a rerun of The Sopranos. I stick to mini-series. <laughs> it's, okay. it's safer. Oh, <laughs> I think it's, a, oh, it's, get, it's for the oh, best. Oh, I get you now. You know? get, yeah, 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 absolutely. You're very, absolutely. You're very, you're very stoic. And it's, 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 I presume that's the reason why you take 32 tablets every morning with two litres of yeah, water. That's over the day. I do indeed, okay. Joe, and I have... Uh, you know, and I have morphine and stuff to kind of flush out, and it's very important I drink copious amounts of water. Now, this happened Sunday night, mm-hmm. and people were supposedly informed sometime on Monday, but informed on local stations and on the County Mayo website. M- my neighbour was panicked when he came up. Like yeah. Mick was saying, Mary, will you, for God's sake, <laughs> you know, d- don't drink the water. 
and uh, he, he, there was no water available in Mulrani at the time. There was no water available at Navens and Tiernar or in Newport. There is now. There is down at so um, Doherty's yeah, shop yeah, in Mulrani, we're told. Exactly, exactly. Mary Doherty has lots back there. And so my neighbour drove all the way to Castlebar and came back with crates of uh, water for me. Joe, people are mm, so yeah. good to you. Our people are just, just great. If you knew the nurses that cared for me and the care I get off my wife and my daughter came home from a place called Housen in the Netherlands mm-hmm. to be here and care for me. It's just, um, I don't know, I think life is great, Joe. I really do. I, I just, uh, I pray for people in a worse situation mm-hmm. and I have a heart just full of gratitude. It's hard to explain. You pray, you, did you say you pray for other people? Absolutely. I never pray for myself. I pray for God's will to be done in my life. And I say, look at God, that's up to yourself, old son. I'm going to, and I have a little list of people, a big list of people I say a prayer for, you know. Yeah. And when you say things like, John, and you just, it it tripped off you there so easily. Um, I watch Netflix, but I wouldn't be watching along. I'll only watch a mini series now, just in case. (laughs) Yeah. Just in case. And when you say that to your family, what do they say? Uh, um, There's a lot of levity, a lot of levity, and a lot of joy in this house, Joe. And um, you know, yeah, the beauty of it is, I have been forewarned. I I paid for my funeral. I did all of that. Um, I actually got embarrassed that I was still alive at Christmas because (laughs) a a year had passed. And, you know, when lovely people come in and visit and say, God, sorry, John, about that. And you'd get a knock on the door and say, oh, James, Mary, tell them I'm gone, love. (laughs) So you've told people they've given me a year um, as best. But you're now over that year. Thankfully. I am. I am, Joe. Thankfully. Thankfully. Well, I am get many getting, more years. Oh, look, it won't be up to me or yeah. the palliative team or my consultant. That will be in God's hands. But the fact of the matter is, Joe, uh, you just, I don't know, when you're in this mm-hmm. situation, you just seem to see the goodness in people. Oh, it's, it's startling. I mean, that's where I, I don't know who, who he or she is. I don't know who God is. But it's just so benevolent and beautiful. And I see it in people. Yeah. It, people are amazing, Joe. And you know the way the world is now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, like, it's in a, a terrible state. Yeah. Chassis, who said that? Sean O'Casey, oh, I think. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have my Netflix and I love to read and... Um, make my cups of tea during the night and I'll even pot around and clean the kitchen, tell Mary to leave it for me so that I can get that little bit of exercise, you know. And John, yeah. you mentioned that you're a believer, obviously. Um, yeah. And that you've organised your funeral and you're, you've paid for whatever you have to pay for. That's, um, that's all paid for, yeah. And do, do you, where do you think you'll go when you eventually pass, which we all will? And hopefully much longer than than uh, you've been told. But where do you think we go? Of course. Joe, I think we pass through a very thin veil into another dimension where there is something massive and benevolent and loving. And I think when mm. I... Um, I think when I die, Joe, it's, it, what the first, my first thing when I die will be, 
Oh, God, yeah. Is that what it was all about? You know, I, I, the, the, the answer to all these big existential questions will be, oh, my God, it's that simple. And how are you, God? And he'd probably say, oh, look, sorry for all the shit I put you through. <laughs> but, but come in, you're welcome. Well, I am open for that, Joe. And, um, OK, it, uh, the, the afterlife, but I don't know whether you've been listening over the last few days to men, especially talking about... Uh, their worry about prostate cancer and their when they got the diagnosis, yes. and uh, um, it can be you can be at a, a different stage. Some people were at a very advanced stage, unfortunately. Absol- absolutely. What, what we, uh, and, and by the way, this is this is not a burden that should be on your shoulders, John. It's just a question I'm prompted to ask sure. uh, from from your, the conversation with you. What do you what would you say to people who have got like you a terminal diagnosis? Okay. Obviously, you know, we've all read Kubler-Ross and we know the stages mm-hmm. of dying, whatever. Yeah, the anger, I would, yeah. Exactly, Joe. Um, I didn't have the anger, but I hope that doesn't come out now in the next five minutes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but uh, honestly, um, a friend of mine, Tina, said, John, get out a piece of paper and get out a pen mm-hmm. and look even around your own room and write down what you're thankful for. And Joe, I've reams of paper here. <laughs> There and I'm. I just realise I'm blessed. I'm blessed by other people's and then a beautiful outside force. I just see love in people, and mm-hmm. sometimes I've at night I'd have a few tears, and that's a typical man, Joe. Because it's uh, I don't mind dying, but like, is it going to hurt? <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a man's reaction. But um, yeah, Joe, I must say you're talking to a very lucky and very happy man who's had a very, very full life. Of course I take that, but uh, I keep reminding you you're only 64, but also that even even this short conversation I've had with you now, when you go, you you say the if is irrelevant to this question because of the diagnosis, when you go, you will be sadly, madly, badly missed with with your attitude to life. Yep, that is the that's the one thing. My mate, I like have gorgeous children and grandchildren, and uh, I'm blessed with a, like a beautiful, beautiful woman for for a wife. And my worry all the past year was, you know, I'm telephoning uh, telecoms companies, uh, um, broadband mm. people, you name it saying, you know, take this off, cancel this, do that, because, like, I've Sky Sports and bits and pieces like that. And I just realised they're the things I've been doing all my life. Uh, Mary has been that Mary's retired school teacher. And obviously Mary um, had different things to be at, and I was kind of the man about, you know, I suppose bills, money, things like that. And I worry so much about Mary, because, like, we're so much in love, Joe, that it hurts me that I'm sort of letting her down almost, if that makes sense. The five stages of dying. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who we all studied That's 40 right. years ago and I'm studying to be indeed. a social worker in Trinity and she, and she actually came. I, I only discovered in the last 10 years she actually lived in Ireland at one stage. She's, a, she's oh. deceased now, but she's a world's leading at her. Her five stages were denial, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. 
um, the five stages yeah. of dying. You seem to have yeah. uh, uh, skipped denial, skipped anger, <laughs> skipped bargaining, skipped depression, and gone straight to acceptance. I have gone to acceptance, Joe. Now, I hope it doesn't come back to bite me, but no, I doubt it, Joe. I'm, I'm, uh, that's a great thing, too. You, you asked me if I had a little advice for people in my situation mm. or whatever. Oh, God, if you can have an attitude of gratitude and somehow mm. accept where you are. And everything I've done in my life has led up to this point, Joe. You know, it's um, for everything there is a season, you know. And, yeah, I would be content. Joe, it's not to say that there are nights I'd sit here and say, oh, that, that, that pain is horrid and I'll take some morphine and, and uh, mm. I hope it goes away. Uh, and sometimes I sit on the side of the bed and I say, look, it, it could be tonight. And, you know, that it can be a little mm. disconcerting. But not fear, Joe. There's no, okay. there's no great fear there, and that's that's genuine now. Have you been administered the last rites, Joe? Isn't that gorgeous? Would you believe I left sort of my religion, even though I studied mm-hmm. for the priesthood many years ago? Okay. I, I left my religion, and lately they say you come back to what's familiar. It's just the mantra and the the the, mm. the relaxation and the comfort of it. So I would do. I would do my old-fashioned Holy Roman Catholic and Apostolic prayers, and twice okay. I've had the sacrament of the sick okay. from a priest. And you know what? It was so up, just a little um, mm. outward sign of the inward grace. You know, Joe, the way they... Yeah. It, 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 it's sacramental, and it just gives one a lift, you know? And, um yeah... That's where I'm at as of now, Joe. Stay with us if you can. I hope you have a cup of tea here, boy. Um, I will, of course. The phrases you have. I have some Tipperary water, Joe. And other brands available in all good shops. Yeah, yeah. Which is where the conversation. (laughs) But phrases like attitude of gratitude, uh, an outward outward sign of the uh, inward grace. You're you're, uh, incredible phrases. Uh, John, stay with us. Some people want to say hello to you after this break. Joe at rt.ie 51551. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. I'm talking to John Rooney from Mulrani in County Mayo who contacted us about the fact that Irish Water uh, sent out, unbeknownst to him, sent out a warning saying those in his area, including himself, should not under any circumstances consume the tap water, uh, the drinking water. Uh, even if you boil it, you're still not to drink it. And John uh, told us that he takes significant amount of water every day because unfortunately, well, everyone needs to do that, but unfortunately he's on my words, not his, by the way, he, has, he hasn't, used, hasn't used a word like unfortunate in this conversation. Um, he has uh, to take 32 uh, tablets a day and uh, he also uh, told us that he uh, is in palliative care at the moment and that over a year ago he was given a year to live. And I don't know whether, John, are, are you 10 days beyond the year or are you it sounds like you'll get a thousand days beyond the year <laughs> no, with your voice no, please they, God. They, they, they weren't specific course, Joe course, it was it was just you know they don't put a time on it they yeah. don't you know but, but I was yeah. um, you know Dr. Google Joe when I was reading they oh, said okay. five five percent of people can can live for a year so um, 
I never won anything in my life, but I'm just thinking now I'm in the top five percentile. <laughs> I'm doing great. God, you should, you should play the cash call on uh, on Power Radio. If you're that, <laughs> if you're that know, lucky, John, hang on, hang on a sec. Let me bring you. Know, you, it's, you it's quite an insidious that cash call. I know, no, God, well, well, no, I'm um, only that was only yeah, trying, can, yeah, 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 of course. No, of course. Stay with us, John, because I want to I want to let Hillary talk to because she's been uh, there for a good few minutes. Uh, Hillary, you're listening to John Rooney from Mulrani, County Mayo. Yeah, John, how are you doing? Um, I think in the I'm last good, ten Hillary. minutes, I've well, I've gone through laughing, crying, mm-hmm. laughing again, and just a sheer joy at listening to somebody like you. Like what you're going through and the positivity, the just the the way you are about yourself and about how you are. Um, I'm not remotely surprised that you've gone past any of the doctors' timeline and you'll probably go way further because you ooze such love and mm. positivity that I, I reckon that's just going to bring you on and on. I This world is not ready to lose somebody like you. You're just That's amazing. a lovely thing to say, Hillary. Thank you, you really so much. No, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's people like you that I meet daily that give me a lift, you know. And and even chatting to Joe, mm-hmm. I was on Live Line Donkeys years ago. Joe uh, oh, yeah, okay. chatting to Marion. Oh, oh God, God, wasn't she just? Wasn't an, she just fabulous? Her an, brilliant. Her legend. Her anniversary just passed. And uh, condolences yeah, yeah. to to John again. Um, yes, Marianne, John Clark. Uh, yeah, what yeah. a what, what a wonderful broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the John, like the, the, given that you are so, and you have a lovely embrace in your language. In other words, you're, you're not. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, the, the people, yeah. what I'm feeling uh, easy about asking you questions, Hillary. Is there any question you want to ask, John? Uh, how do you do? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, it just I I don't know. I don't even know what to ask because mm-hmm. I'm just completely blown away. Um, I well, don't normally get this emotional about, about things as such, but you, yeah, like you came on concerned about water that you consumed, you know, yeah. which could make you even more ill, and you've still managed to even turn that into something funny. And you know, mm-hmm. it's your your strength has come from something, and obviously the love that you're surrounded by, but it. You say you meet people every day and they give you inspiration. I think what it is is you're actually giving it to them mm. and they're feeding off you, you know. Oh. That's what it sounds like to me. And I just wish you all the best and you'll give me prayers. Okay, well, John. You're a lovely woman, Hillary. Thank, thank you. you. No, no, thank you. All the best, John. Thanks, Hillary. That's Hillary. Bye-bye. Hillary Kelly, thank you so much. Okay, John, some of the questions that are coming in. Obviously, sure. I'll, obviously I'll, I'll vet them. What will, what will John miss most? What I'll miss most, and it, it's that because I'll be in another realm or I'll be mm. in heaven, whatever. Uh, what I'll miss most is Mary, like my, my okay. wife. Yeah. We're, we're, we're 40 years married, Joe, and it's, it's like beyond close. And the funny thing, Joe, is you were chatting about prostate cancer, and that was very interesting. I had prostate cancer and... Mm-hmm. Uh, survived just chase Joe I've had everything except leprosy but anyway um, it's what, what I miss most is Mary even though I know one can't miss you know you, I'll be I'll be somewhere else mm-hmm. but it's um, she encapsulates the, she is the essence of love really 
and uh, has been. Mm. And we're, what we are, Joe, you know, when things can go wrong with prostate cancer, as some of the men yeah. were saying, I was very young. And like my mother once said, please excuse me saying this, if there's a shite in the desert, I'd step in it. <laughs> so okay. what, could, okay. what, what could go wrong, apologies for the no, language, no, what no. could go wrong with my prostate uh, did go wrong. So Mary and I ended up best of friends, if you understand what I'm saying, between the lines. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been hard on her as well, but... Um, and what yeah, do you, what do yeah. you what do you say to can I intrude on that then stop me now of course. what what do you say to Mary about Oh your... gosh Mary comes in sits at the side of my bed we have a big hug she has a little uh, dog of Joe she was going to I always wanted a dog and she said I have a surprise for you John and getting a dog and I had visions of myself with a huge Irish wolfhound like okay. some kind of a killer <laughs> on a lead she came home with a second chihuahua Okay. <laughs> and, and she she loves him, and I, brilliant. And we, I hug Mary, and if I hug her too tightly, he'll yap and bark. It's like yeah. Mary's little protector. You know what Mary and I speak about? Joe, we speak about everything. We speak about dying, but not in a, a morbid, mm-hmm. uh, maudlin way. We speak about how blessed and lucky we are with our children and our two little grandsons. And um, we we just have the chat, Joe, and Joe, we laugh. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> um, do you remember the first? Uh, yeah. Do you remember the first time you met her? I'll never forget. That's another. How many programs can I have, Joe? Okay, <laughs> just just, just to explain, ask. Joe. Yeah. I I was the fr- I was the front man in a band years ago called Raglan. I don't know if you remember, but anyway, okay. our mothers loved us. Uh, and and uh, <laughs> I was I was booked into a hotel on Ackle Island. I was the front okay. man um, to do this gig, and I met Mary at the gig, and um, she's we we. We were chatting and she said, I'll come back for you tomorrow, John, and bring you to the beach. Now, Joe, I'm a redhead, as the man says. No hair, just redhead. Okay. Long, black, curly teeth. Yeah. So I was I was dreading it. I hate the sand. I can't swim. Okay. I, okay. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't get sunburned, Joe. I get crispy. And Mary yeah. arrived in, this vision arrived in, in a sarong or whatever it's called, or, yeah. and precious little else. And I went and I <laughs> suffered the beach. And the band went home from Westport Station, and I haven't been home since. Wow. Except to visit. Yeah. And that was 40 years ago. It was indeed, Joe. And, uh, yeah, they were, uh, they were great days, Joe. She wore red on her, the wedding day, you know, when you're yeah, going yeah, away yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And we went to this fabulous posh hotel about 20 miles away called the Bravey House. It was myself and Mary and an Evo stick salesman, and he was very chatty. And that, mm. that was us for, for the night. And she wore this beautiful red outfit. And the women who come to my uh, funeral, I'm going to ask them to wear a red coat or something red, something for joy and passion. Okay, okay. Yeah. And yeah. The, the Evo stick man, did he... Did he... Stay glued. Did he stay glued to the t- <laughs> Joe, Joe, he was glued to us for the night. I thought, <laughs> but he's from Evil Stick. I, 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 James, I thought, <laughs> I thought yeah. he'd be joining us. <laughs> and is, is, there, is there anything, John, or in terms of, is there anything that you've read or someone you've heard talking 
or from, uh, some, something you've read from that that has given yeah. you. Yeah. Well, okay. Firstly, I'm uh, I would be a fan of. Jesus, of the man Jesus. Now, we, okay. I don't, I'm not interfering yeah. with anybody. The religion is Jesus Lord or whatever. Uh, I, a fan of that. So I, I've um, 11 Bibles here, Joe, different editions and okay. whatever. I have the, Cor- I have the Quran um, on my lap now, would you believe? Uh, also, I have the Irish Civil War in colour, that gorgeous yeah, book by yeah. Michael Barry and John O'Byrne. God, he's painstakingly coloured. Uh, mm. Anyway, anyway, Joe, I digress. Uh, the, being coloured, it didn't make it any less tragic. What, what an awful time, yeah, God yeah, help yeah, us. Yeah, what an awful time, Joe, yeah. Um, and, but I'm thinking, you have, okay, you're reading the Bible, you're reading the Quran, I'm sure you're reading other texts as well. Um, yes. But, but as, again, I, I don't think you need, part of the poem, given where we started, I don't think you need more water from the well because your own well is so <laughs> is, is brimming, which is incredible, which is absolutely uh, incredible. Um, that's lovely to hear, yeah, that's but, lovely, but, Joe. But, John, again, I'm... I'm like, do you, you, do you, if you ever say to yourself, I, OK, your musical background, you ever say to yourself, yeah. well... If I die soon, I won't hear all the beautiful music that's coming down the line, so to speak. You know, new new composers, I, new singers. If I die I soon, I won't totally see more of my that. grandchildren or my great-grandchildren. Yeah. You've hit the nail on the head, Joe, because um, one of the regrets will be... Uh, <laughs> that's a, I won't be at my own funeral. Like I say, it'd be yeah. a great gig. And, I, you know, I, I actually would... Yeah, yeah. It's just look at okay. for everything there is a season, Joe, and I don't mm-hmm. want to hold up your show. It's not fair and others trying to get on, but it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And um, okay, to be honest stay, with you, Joe, John, yeah, yeah, stay, stay with us because now I see coming I in. I see. I don't know. I see coming in offers the Seafield Hotel and. Body Money in County Wexford, which is a long way from Mayo. It's a beautiful location, beautiful hotel. <laughs> they they want to know: Would you like to come down with yourself and Mary? We will put all we'll put all those things separately to you. John, stay with us, all and we'll, right, be, we'll be back will, after, after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Well, it's not talk to Joe today. It's talk to John and listen to John. Uh, John contacted us about his situation in Mayo yesterday where he lives, Mulrani, where he, he discovered belatedly that Irish water had issued uh, a do not consume, not a do not drink uh, until boiled, a do not consume under any circumstances uh, the drinking water from the tap. And unfortunately at that stage, John had uh, consumed, he reckons, about two litres because, well, we all have to drink water, but he used to take 32 tablets a day, uh, medication because of a situation which he then explained he was in palliative care. And the reason he contacted us was to try and find out from Irish water what what is in what was in the water he drank that that uh, generated such a severe public health warning it was issued in in conjunction with the HSE. Now 
we haven't been able to find out what's in the you know, what was in the water. The All Irish Water would tell us in a statement um, the Do Not Consume uh, notice was issued to protect public health following the future the failure of a pumping system at a water treatment plant in, in plant in Mayo. I presume on Sunday night, um, the HSE were consulted and decided to issue a Do Not Consume notice to protect. Uh, public uh, public health uh, and we're, we're, they say that the system will have to be flushed and then um, then they'll test it to see is it fully compliant and then they'll uh, let it back on but it's not back on uh, as, as of yet. Mary, good afternoon. Hello Mary. Roshin, sorry Roshin. Roshin, how are you doing? Hi Joe, how are you? Yeah, how are you? Um, not too bad. You're listening to John. I am listening to John and I was surprised when I heard his voice because John, uh, hi John, <laughs> was the first man in Ackle to teach people computers as far as I know. Wow. Uh, I, it was before Windows 1995 or Windows 95. Okay. So so it was, it was that long ago and uh, he was teaching up in the local community centre in Crumpon and I was one of his students and he was a brilliant wow. teacher and, and uh, just lovely to hear from him. And what, hear, yeah, and what were the subjects, Roisin? Oh, well, just computers, just to how, for, okay. how to turn it on, really. It was as basic as that, how to turn on the computer and how to get it get to work. And, you know, but yeah, he's, but really. as he revealed, he, he met Mary, his wife, uh, love of his life, um, through music. Did he? Was there music involved? There must be. It was on Ackle. No, not at that time. Not for us, but not, yeah. not for the computer class. But we did actually have a pub in Kiel for a while and John played for us ah. in, in, the, in the pub. Yeah. Very so, nice. John, yeah, very, very good music. You, like, you, you know, he, uh, country ballads, or sorry, ballads and things yeah. like that. Lovely. And what would you like to say player. to him, Roisin? I'm just wishing him the best. And, yeah. you know, I was very sorry to hear that he was that he's not well. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's all, really. Just, okay. you know, he's well such said. a nice fella. Well such said. a nice fella. Well said. And, uh, and his, his wife as well, Mary. Mary's okay. from our own village here in Dua. So. Well, I think Mary, yeah. Mary might be able to take the phone off, John, because we've asked just for a sec. Um, <laughs> Is that is that okay, John? Will you hand the phone to Mary well, just I, for well, a sec? I had my I got my hair and makeup and everything done for this, but sure, I give I give you it to Mary. Hold okay, on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mary had to wrestle the phone off from Joe. <laughs> Mary, is there a woman in this world that is more loved than you are? From I don't know whether you heard John's profession of his adoration towards you. I didn't quite, but I hear it every day, Joe. And um, if I had a ladder tall enough, I wouldn't be able to reach the pedestal you put me on. (laughs) What a beautiful way of putting it. And he (laughs) he remembers vividly, he said he saw this vision coming through the door. Do you remember him on the stage or whatever you saw him first? Do you know something? I can't remember what I had for my breakfast today. Brilliant. But I can remember okay. what I was wearing on the night yeah. I met him in the Wavecrest Hotel. I can remember it so vividly. A pink top, yes. such tight white jeans. Jeepers, I'm lucky my bum didn't <laughs> bust out through them. <laughs> but, um, oh, I was at the bee's knees. Um, and, and I was anyway. Yeah, and I spotted him. And do you know something? Yeah. For the first time ever in my life, I chatted to him before he chatted to me. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I offered to buy him a drink. Oh, magic, magic. Because I wanted him to join our company. Because okay. when, the, when the band finished, uh, yeah. 
myself, my cousin Celine, my brother James and our friend Tommy would sit around and we'd start our own sing-song. Brilliant. So we wanted the guy in the band to join in. Yeah. And um, he did. And we hooked him in with music, our kind of music, which was uh, Oklahoma and all the old musicals, the old-fashioned ones. Sure, he was caught. <laughs> and Mary, we love that kind of thing. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Do you know people ask me, how are yeah. you doing? And how is the arthritis? And how is everything? Yeah. But you know, in the wider scope of things, uh, I've only a bit of pain. <laughs> okay. I have an easy heart and I have a joy in my heart somewhere. Isn't that gorgeous? That brings me a lot of, of peace and pleasure. Do you and, know? And what about the the emotional pain of losing, as he's told us, though we all, we, we all as you know, Mary, we all may, may be gone long before John, um, the emotional pain of losing the love of your life. It's very hard to face the reality of it because it's an unknown land. And you see, I'm going out into the world as a newbie because I have never paid a bill in my life. I have never checked the mortgage or the bank statements. I haven't a clue because I went from home to boarding school to college where I lived in Diggs to work where I lived in Diggs and then I got married and was suddenly launched into the world of independence, well it wasn't independence really, because John did all the businessy kind of things so uh, that all the children are kind of prepared me Uh, you'll have to do this in the bank and you'll have to do that I said in the time it'll all be done, you know the bank won't uh, let me forget, I have to pay them anything well, you, you obviously, and you can hear this in John's voice as well, you obviously treasure every moment together. Um, well, that's a great blessing we got recently in life is that we learned to live in the moment. Okay. In the day. And I do all sorts of Buddhist things and chanting. Yeah, great. <laughs> I even do mass on Zoom every morning early. Wow. And when John hears, hears me... Belting out the hallelujahs. Yeah, he knows it's time to bring me coffee. If he's fit, some mornings he's not fit to do it. But yeah. ah, sure, we have it cushy and cosy. But when you when you're uh, participating in the mass, which you are, um, are you are you praying for John? Are you praying for the loss that's going oh, to I be? Have, the... I have a list. No, I'm, I'm never play, praying for myself in the future or that that will all look after itself I have a list of people I pray for and the people I was asked to pray for a couple of years ago maybe some of them and they might have recovered or passed away I don't know Mm -hmm. but they're on my list and it gets bigger and they're always put in at the end and a special prayer for all those who have asked me that I've forgotten about. Mm-hmm. So all included. Oh, I have great faith mm-hmm. in, in prayer and yeah. meditation. And I found a new Hawaiian uh, kind of 
philosophy. Okay. Oh, hope, oh, oh no, or something. I need a, a Hawaiian to yeah. explain it to me. Okay. But I'm studying that now and kind of finding ways to fill spiritual life and cope with things. Yeah. Um, it's... it's um it's so uplifting, so uplifting. The two of you, uh, in the, uh, given the situation you're in, but the situation you're in, coming through my voice, is not the situation that you feel in in, in your lives. In other words, I have a downcast voice because I'm upset about what's what's ahead for. As John told us, uh, I don't know what's ahead for any of us, uh, as you know, Mary. But then I hear the uplift in your voice. Please stay with us while we take the last break. No problem at all, John. 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Uh, John Rooney, thank you so much on behalf of our, our listeners for your contribution today. I know we began talking about bottled water, and um, but we ended up talking about the, the, the elixir of life, uh, which you have in abundance, as does your beautiful uh, life partner, uh, Mary, there. You met, you met through music, John, um, as Mary pointed out, um, and she mentioned Oklahoma. I, I believe there's one particular track that you like from Oklahoma. Um, I like Oh What a Beautiful Morning. Uh, just it just it takes me back, you know. And uh, Joe, thank you to the lovely listeners who rang up to to wish me well, Roisin and everybody, Hillary and everybody. Uh, that gives us a great lift, also. You know, you see, okay. Joe, it, it, it's it's proof. Life life is great and precious, and people are good. Will you introduce the song so as the final words on this program? You deserve them. I will indeed. So for everybody out there in any kind of pain or discomfort or worry or fear, um, Mary and I will pray for you and enjoy. Uh, oh, what a beautiful morning from Oklahoma. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, John. You're a legend. to uh, John Rooney um, and John and Mary Rooney and um, that is a remarkable input from where I'm sitting uh, from John and from uh, Mary. Mark Dwyer is on sound the broadcast coordinator with Shane Galvin the producer is Annette Egan and Ray Darcy is next 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie 